Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and a very warm welcome to Wellness with Liz Earle and the first episode of season six. We are kicking off this new season with a very special three-part deep dive into a jaw-droppingly common condition affecting two in three women over 40. It is more common than hay fever and it is responsible for the aisles of disposable pads and adult nappies that can now be found in any supermarket. Yep, I am talking about incontinence and bladder weakness. For this first episode, I am joined by Brit pop icon Meg Matthews, whose taboo-busting transformation into a poster girl for the menopause has encouraged so many others to feel much more comfortable sharing their own symptoms, whether it's be in the media or just with girlfriends. Long-time listeners may remember that Meg shared her menopause journey with us back in season two and today she's joining me to reveal what she has learned since then and why we needn't be embarrassed to tackle subjects like incontinence head on. Welcome back Meg. Thank you, thank you for having so me So nice to hear you and for those of you who didn't hear our first ever podcast together, how did you go from Britpop girl icon to menopause warrior? Oh, right. <laughs> what was Where, your journey? Was, right. Well, how long's a piece of string? Okay, so for me, the reason I came out is because I had the worst menopause. Uh, it took me to a very dark place, it took me to a place where I couldn't leave my house. Um, I couldn't. It was all about the the the, the symptoms for me were mental health. My anxiety yeah. was just through the roof. My um, overwhelming of life. I couldn't drive. I couldn't walk to the corner shop. I want to say to buy a pint of milk, but I won't be buying a pint of milk. <laughs> but I, you know, <laughs> support it. So, How old were you when this was and happening? And this was happening. So it was happening off and on from probably 2014, 15. So I reckon this was. Um, about four years ago. Right, so you were what, sort of So it was about 40s? 40, 49, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to be 53 next year. So yeah, um, yeah, so 54 next year, I want to say 53, of course. Yeah. But um, but it was just, it was like I could not put anything, there was no signs. To me, I didn't know what the word perimenopause was. I've only sure. learned this in the last few years. I didn't know anything about the way, you know, the, the menopause to me was just the hot flush, as we know, yeah. and uh, your period stop. Yeah. Number one, I had the marina coil. Right. 
nice. Number two, I just thought that all my symptoms were, as we all know, I was very colourful in the 90s. You were colourful is a great colorful. word. For, I was going to say, how much of this had you put down then thinking it's a legacy from drink? And yeah, drugs so and I did. So I thought it was all my lifestyle. Mm. You know, it's, you know, I'm very, was very vocal about yeah. how, you know, how, how using and drugs and drinking alcohol was a very big part of my life in my 90s. I'm now a recovering yeah. alcoholic. Right. Um, and that coincidentally is, is the reason how I found out because I shared in a meeting mm. about how I was feeling and, you know, how I was clean and sober, but I felt worse than I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> and at the end of it, this woman came to one side and said, take my number. I think you're going through the menopause. And I was like, are you mad? That's for a little grey old lady with a walking stick. That's amazing. And she said, no, I've been where you are. And, you know, and be very careful because... You know, I I was I was at a um, a stage where I just was like, wow, I am now, you know, really well. I'm clean. Everything is going good. And then mm. all of a sudden, got hit with this complete anxiety, which was what was happening to me. So yeah. I did go home and I did give her a call, and she pointed me in the right direction. She sent me a picture of estradiol, oestrogen, progesterone. Really? Yeah. She sent me these pictures. This is what I'm on. I got it yeah. from the Chelsea and Westminster. Please go, Meg. Please don't wait because, you know, I, from the way you were sharing, is exactly what my symptoms were. So, you know, I, you know, for this lovely lady. Well, I just love the fact that there is this real kind of sisterhood actually out there. It's online. We're connecting through podcasts, through social media, through websites, through forums. And there is this extraordinary sharing of knowledge. And, you know, I, I find it when I see women who are behaving in a certain way or complaining of certain things at a certain age, you know, you really do want to reach out with to them and say, actually, do you know what? Yeah. I think you could be low in estrogen. Because, of course, I've, I mean, I'm on HRT, but I've never had a hot flush. Nor have I. Uh, no, so, yeah. in a, and because unless we talk about all these other symptoms, for me, it was sleep. So yeah. I, I can do a lot of things, but if I'm if I don't get my seven and a half hours sleep, then the wheels fall off big time. So I was waking up at four in the morning with a racing heartbeat thinking, what's going on? You know, am I anxious? You know, it's not like me. So that was what really sent me. And then, of course, connecting with um, the menopause doctor, Louise Newsom. Yeah, of course. And then going through all these lists of symptoms. And one of the main ones that we're talking about today is how low estrogen affects the whole pelvic region. I know. I mean, now you know, who you would think that? that? I used to get cystitis and things back in my forties, yeah. and I had not not realised that that was due to, no. you know, to, to to low estrogen levels. I mean, after you had your daughter, did you get any kind of symptoms or any issues? No, I didn't really. I mean, I was very. I gave birth in an hour and fifteen minutes, wow. and I had one stitch, um, <laughs> and <you>? I got <laughs> straight out of bed and had a shower. And what I used to do, and I still sort of do it now, is that I was told every time I got to a red light was mm. to do was to do my pelvic floor exercises yeah. right to the red light. But um, I didn't really have any any issues back then. I, mm. you know, I. But the one thing is, I did notice as I did get older, you know, if I did really want to go for a wee, I noticed that I really did find it hard to hold it in. I'd be like struggling really to get oh yeah. to the toilet or yeah. in the gym. I know if I go on a rebounder, yeah, you know. Or, and I would always wear black in the gym because I was started to think, oh, my God. I used to love wearing really bright colourful. As we know, pink's my mm. favourite colour. So I used to always wear pink and white leggings and flesh-coloured. Yeah. But then there was a stage where I knew if I was going to be running on the treadmill, 
and I coughed or I sneezed, yeah. then this would happen. Yeah. But, you know, you are embarrassed and you are, you're just a bit yeah. like, you don't really understand it. And now that every day I seem to learn something new. Yeah, so, sure. you know, in the last year or so, I, I learned about, you know, incontinence, about the pelvic floors that they run from your coccyx bone and until your pelvic bone. I really took no really interest in it. Yeah, but same. the more <laughs> I look at my girlfriends and they come round, yeah. And I notice a lot of them go to the toilet, you know, three or four times in an hour, and it drives me mad. And I'm just like, you're not going to the toilet again. Well, that's are you? a good conversation opener, though, isn't it? No, it totally <laughs> to is. To say, hold on a to minute. To say, which, and then I have said to them all, they know who they are when they're listening to this. <laughs> and I say to them, you know, you may, you know, I think, you know, if you start taking HRT, because yeah. they are at that age, I said, mm. this will help you it will help to support you you know that is the extraordinary thing i think it, it's connecting the fact that we have the the estrogen is basically being lost from our collagen tissues and we have collagen that's you know why your skin looks better you know if if you're replacing your estrogen in later life but, but collagen obviously is a connective tissue that's right throughout the body yeah so it's supporting the pelvic floor it's supporting the muscle fibers there it's it's um... well it's definitely not supporting my inner thigh <laughs> <laughs> i know that much well not you're rubbing your gel on there mate yeah i am and they go the on there. thinnest the thinnest gel and i'm just the thinnest skin i mean on your body and every time i put it under i'm just like oh, oh come on collagen come back there yeah a bit can more. you just be yeah. more absorbed <laughs> But it is interesting, isn't it, how it does affect all these different areas. And, I mean, I'm actually sitting here doing pelvic floor as we talk about it. Yeah, it you is, do, though. It's it, quite hard. You really have to close, don't you? You, you have yeah. to just focus. Sort of, yeah. and, and just those little things, though, can make all the difference. Because I don't know about you. I mean, I know, you know, you're a vegan, you're an eco-warrior, you know, you're super clean living now. I was in a um, supermarket the other day, and I just thought, is it me or are the aisles of these adult nappies and incontinence pads just growing. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the language on it because I was looking at them and it said that they seem to have different weights, a bit like sanitary yeah, towels, you know, yeah. light, normal, heavy, whatever. And they were all marked normal. And there was just something in me that really enraged me because I thought, this is not normal. Okay? No, it's not. Having to go back to wearing pads or nappies in you know when you're past the age of 40 is not normal please stop using this language and the other thing I discovered is there's up to five the equivalent of five plastic bags in each pad oh is there so I didn't know that so can you imagine the environmental impact why yeah. is nobody talking about this you know we're all used to not having our yeah our carrier bags and and yeah I mean sanitary towels and and these you know the ultra thin ones yeah. The reason they can be so thin is that they're packed full of, full of these, these absorbent plastics, which is, A, not good to be wearing next no. to your bits anyway, presumably. But environmentally, where is it but, all going? But also, I didn't even know. I mean, I used to see, like, in the morning, have, like, breakfast telly or what, Lorraine on. Mm. And in between, there would be this lady jumping in the field <laughs> with grey hair. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> until about two years ago that I put two and two together because they never said, because as we know, you're not allowed to say the word menopause for the British um, Advertising Association. Are you not? You're not kidding no, me. No, I that. got told if I went because my products are called Meg's Menopause, I, oh. I would get fined fifteen thousand pounds if I said <laughs> it on QVC or if I said it on um, on an advert. So you're not allowed to say the word menstrual, and you know, let's say the word menopause. I mean, they are. It's it's a it's a it's a, a medical word. It's extraordinary. It's a bit like when you have the ads for, you know, panty lines, whatever, oh. and, and they, they use the blue, blue liquid. It's like, sorry, so this is for a Martian. Is it this product? I mean, yeah. who has a blue period? 
See, we talked about it more, but that's what I mean. I didn't even know what tenor lady was until I started learning about the menopause. So, and I threw myself into it because of my mental health bit. So then, of course, you know, it just happened organically. I started reading Mm. about it and Mm -hmm. more reading about it and following Louise. Did you feel awkward, though, when you first started talking about it? Because I have to admit, I felt awkward I thought that by associating myself and I wrote a book called The Good Menopause Guide and I was I loved it well so I was I, I thought it was like my bible oh, I have to say well I was kind of reluctant in a way to put put that on the front at the beginning because number one my publisher said it's not going to sell because nobody wants to know about the menopause yeah. and number two I thought by putting my that word right across my face on the book yeah it would be like I was branding myself as being slightly well you know past it and old yeah. and decrepit in some way did you feel hesitant at all or no. I mean you're so bold Meg you're, you no. know, you're right out there I really. didn't I really thought that this was uh, my time and I really felt that I had it for, for me it felt like it was the first time in my life that I actually had a purpose in life Wow. I really did feel that. So for me, it was, you know, I've done a lot of things in my life, you know, from working record companies, I designed Posh and Beck's house. I mean, wow. I've done so many different things, but yeah. this was the first thing that I would wake up and, I'm, and I had a purpose and I felt passionate and I felt like I was excited to talk about it. Mm. I think it was, I quite like the fact that going on Women's Hour and talking about masturbation and being <laughs> on Loose Women and really putting it out there to get women to actually yeah. you know sit up and listen I mm. knew that I could do that and I knew that people would get me on because they knew that I wouldn't hold back right no that so, is very true but yeah. how do you now advise other women who are even just embarrassed to go to their GP to talk about something like incontinence yeah just, how, how, how do you say it's okay how, you know how do you find the words? Well, it, it 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 seems to be that when they go on and they go and read on your on your on your website or mm. on your Instagram or you know because yeah. I only do talks to so many people and when I do mm. a talk and I finish and I stay there for like an hour after you know it's so lovely to talk to those women. Sure. But I think uh, we are empowering women, Liz. We are. Oh, the so. more we do these things, I think they do just all of a sudden think I am going to go to my doctor because yes, you it know is what. All right. I yeah, you know, yeah. because uh, you know, all the time they they're getting they're getting a bit of of a support and they're feeling that they can mm. by reading our posts and about reading or listening to this this. Well, you're filming. brilliant. I love your Instagram because you you know you are very frank. And, yes. and, and quite fearless. Yeah, and I just it. say, you know, and then, you know, we can say, go and get the nice guy right. You know, t- yeah. you know if you've got, if you need, need to go and talk to your doctor, go and talk to your doctor, mm. you know, um, or go and talk to a girlfriend. Because I think sharing for me was the biggest thing that helped me was talking to my girlfriends, mm-hmm. just yeah. picking up the phone and then just saying, actually, are you going through the menopause? Are you anywhere near going through the menopause? Is this happening to you? Yeah. And I promise you ladies out there, if you start talking to one or two, there will definitely be one out of three because we know one out of three. Once you start. Yeah, because one out of three we know will have anxiety. One out of three will have maybe a collapsed pelvic floor or was it one or two will suffer from a heart attack or a stroke? Well, I mean, I was quite amazed by the figures that over the age of 40, Two out of three will have some kind of urinary incontinence. Yeah, you know, see, like the leaks is, that we talked yeah, about. Yeah, you know, just the little if, ones. If, if yeah. you had, a, you know, children and your, you know, your pelvic floor is being compromised in some way, whether you get that sudden urge to go and have a wee, you know, as you described, or, yeah, that's or in the gym urge. or you're active. Yeah, and then of course that can build and it can just get worse and worse. What I discovered recently actually was how 
topping up with um, vaginal estrogen can be so yeah. helpful. Yeah, so, I do that. Yeah, do I do you, the do little. You, yeah, I do that. I do it like two to three times a week. Right. Okay. Yeah. As well as using the gel. As well as using mm. the gel. Yeah. And do you find that has given you extra, yeah, extra oomph? It just it's definitely given me extra oomph. Yeah, I do have a fear of drying out. I must say, and I'm like, okay, well, the more I read about this, the more I read about the gels, the yeah. more I read about the pessaries, I'm just like, yeah. and of course, okay. when you know, looking at breast cancer, there's absolutely no, no link yeah, at, all at all with, with, with using vaginal estrogen. Yeah, so. so I think I think that is important as well to get out there because we have to change this this whole you know, scaremongering of HRT cancer, HRT cancer. Well, you and I recorded a podcast, your podcast, the Megs Menopause yeah. podcast, specifically on that shortly after this shockingly yeah, had bad so many, so many study. people love yeah. the fact that, you know, I mean, and how much you knew about it was amazing. And you did help a lot of women because we got back so many DMs really? and, and everything. Well, I hope so. I think for me, you know, my we're, we're different in a way. I mean, we're, we're, we're approaching the same kind of subjects. Um, but I think what's great about the whole menopause community is that there are so many of us with different voices. Yeah. You know, your voice is quite different from mine and your reach and your audience is quite yeah. different. And for me, I'm I'm not a doctor, so I'm not Louise Newsom no. because she's the medic. Yeah. Um, but I am the researcher and the writer. Yeah. So I love forensically kind of going down the drains and getting all the research papers out and analysing and reviewing and talking to the academics. Worse, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I couldn't do the bit that you do. You know, I'm not going to sit on the rain and <laughs> no. talk about bits. But, know, yeah, I can't no, even, you know, no, bring say, the word. say the word. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but it, what is good is that there is this collective. So there's if you like. yeah, us, yeah, Diane, me, Diane Danzabrink. You know, absolutely. we've got Jane yeah. Lewis. I think this whole when I mm -hmm. looked at us, I was really quite proud, and I just saw us all on World Menopause Day. And yeah. there's you, and there's Louise, and there's Diane, and how do I say Danzabrink, yeah, and Jane Lewis, and so Jane the, Lewis, that she's my menopause vagina. Yeah, she, so she yeah. talks about so the, she's right out there. Yeah, so obviously. she talks about the vaginal atrophy. Yeah. Which which her book is amazing and she gives great, mm. great information for women because that's another yeah. one I didn't really know much about because some of them I have to go to the experts because I haven't gone through yeah. these, but women still want to know. So yeah. I, I go to them, ask them the questions that I want to ask and then mm. write it up my way because mm -hmm. I just want to ask them the way that I would ask. Yeah. You know, probably be different to your way. I just want to go, really, is it like that? What <laughs> happens to it? You're probably going more scientifically <laughs> than me. And then I think with this gro group of women and we're also different but now I know that when I go over to like I went to Ireland and then mm. there was the same women there so we're doing these talks we seem to be on these little tours Great. and we all meet up yeah. but there is always you know someone for all of us yeah. which is sure. great because sure. we're just reaching this wider range and there's 13 million women as we know in the UK today well, I mean that's, going the, that's the, the menopause. key thing and you know all of us will have a menopause Every single woman. So this is this, uh, and uh, in fact, Louise was saying to me the other day that she'd just come off the phone from talking to um, a research professor in Leicester, I think, who said to her, listen, we need to make this more normal. We need to, all of us, be saying the word menopause three times a day. Yeah, absolutely. Just to get it out there. It's like, you know, I, I can now talk yeah. just about, you know, vaginal atrophy or whatever yeah, without, yeah. without stumbling yes. over my words. 
But it was the same with menopause in the early days. I, yeah. I, I actually was kind of like, mm, menopause. And even when I did the series with Lorraine, it was the M word. Yeah, I remember that you started calling you know, it the M word. The yeah, M word, yeah, yeah. you know, which was good because it, you know, it was highlighting it. And, and they had record viewing figures for that series. It yeah. really took them by surprise because it just touched a nerve that nobody else was talking about. No one about. had done it so, before, had they? And then she, Dr. Hillary was talking yeah. about his wife. And I just think, mm. yeah, Lorraine really opened, she opened it. up, which was really yeah. Brilliant. And, and people then, like Andrea McLean. McLean yeah, because she said, you know, we watch Lorraine and we see how amazing she is every day on yeah, TV. Yeah. And then when she told her story that she, you know, had sleep and anxiety yeah. and, you know, was like, you know, coming to work and was exhausted. Mm. So we were all like, wow. And then you've got Andrea, who's on Loose Women, who's holding a show together every yeah. day. And she had a medical, didn't she? Yeah, um, her, right. her came straight after having a medical menopause. Yeah. So she came straight into it. Yeah. And then all these women, you know, then everyone can then relate to to it and that's what it's about it's mm. about women can find a little bit from each of us yeah and then be able to be like wow so any way that we can get through to women to be able to you know you're not going mad number one <laughs> this is happening to you you're not sleeping it's because you know the lack of you know as we get older and the lack of estrogen yet again that estrogen hormone mm. i mean it's so important in every part Isn't of it? our lives yeah it amazes me Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know, I, even just from a personal point of view I've been doing a bit more fitness training recently and just the fact that we have estrogen receptors in our bones and, yeah. and all the achy joints yeah and I was having this 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 I don't often do Twitter mate because yeah. I, I find Twitter a bit no shouty. I don't really go Twitter but I did it I was on Radio 4 the other day on the PM program and that got heard by a lot of people and so and they actually the, the BBC 
put it out. They tweeted it. So then I started to get a lot of comeback from people. And there were a couple of medics who, um, you know, male medics. And I think maybe if you're a lone woman on Twitter, you feel a bit vulnerable. And they feel that they've got the right to kind of start haranguing you. And there was this one particular guy and uh, his speciality was was, uh, rheumatology. So I said, well, presumably, you know that when midlife women are coming to you with achy joints, that they're low in estrogen in their bones. Presumably, you know that. And, And there was this kind of deafening silence. And you think, how many medics? I know women who've had hearing problems and tinnitus, who've gone to oh, audiology yeah. clinics, doesn't get picked up. You go to migraine clinics and headache clinics, yeah. doesn't get picked up. You know, when are we going to realise that the 45 or more symptoms? Yeah. And I remember, you know, I used to have lots of um, issues with cystitis, as I mentioned before, in my 40s, and all I was ever prescribed is antibiotics. And now you wouldn't even want to touch I them. I simply in a would not no. touch it. I, I find some of the treatments. Um, I found a, um, a, this really. It's a, it's a form of sugar. Actually, it's um, a natural wood sugar called D manose. Oh, come across no, that? I haven't. No, D manose. My daughter really gets good. it quite okay, often. Okay, so put her. Get, yeah. Look it up online. D manose. You can get it online or from health shops. Really good. It's very safe, and who knows how it works. But I was been talking to various pelvic floor experts, and it really does help. Does it? Because I think one, if you get it, it's like me. I get cold sores. I add them around my mouth. So if minute I go in the sun, you know, from the age of twelve, they're just going to happen. Yeah. You know, you're just one of these things. So I think if you get cystitis, you're another person. If you've yeah, got you're, it, you're prone to. It. And the other thing that's really it. helpful, obviously, good gut health is really important. But there's a particular um, bacterial strain called Rhamnosus. So if she gets, and you can often find it in probiotics that are said they're especially for women. And when you look at what they've got in them, often they'll contain ramnosus. Oh, I'm going to write that down So ramnosus demands lots and lots of water, obviously. And she'll be too young for oestrogen because she won't need it. She'll be full of oestrogen. How old is she? She's 19. (laughs) So how do you talk to her about this kind of thing? Well, we're really open. We're very open. Um, Does she live with you? No, she just moved out. She moved to Peckham. She oh, moved into a house. So she's at Camberwell School of Art. So she oh. decided to move to Peckham. It was costing me a fortune in Ubers because she would not get the tube. <laughs> so it was like <laughs> so there and back cheaper to, to go and rent Yeah. So now she's got a house with uh, three girls nice. in Peckham. And um, it's only been about a month or maybe mm-hmm. it's five weeks. I think it could be five weeks. But, yeah, we are very, I think we're very open. We talk about absolutely everything. We talk about sex. We talk about the menopause. We talk about, I always wanted her just to feel very comfortable in yeah. her skin yeah. because growing up I didn't. And it was one mm. thing that I just felt whatever, you know, however small, tall, wide, short, fat, round, yeah. thin. I hate the word fat. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. Um, I just wanted her to feel always. Yeah. just very comfortable and she is and it amazes mm. me and I'm you know really happy that I that all my stuff that I had growing up I managed not to put it on her and I hid it yes. very well because I did a lot of work on myself because I always mm. thought I was you know, always very uncomfortable in my skin growing up felt less than mm. you know there was a lot of stuff this is you know I'm learning this around mm. you know why I drunk you know for instance right. so I'm, I just didn't want that ever to be her so you know we used to walk around the house naked and just you know just feel very free mm. you know and just be very open yeah and it's like when I say you're gonna hate this it's like when I ask women when is the last time that they actually looked at their vagina in a mirror <laughs> you're gonna hate <laughs> this Meg. and you know and I get told you're not this, asking but, me that question are you no no I'm not I'm not gonna ask you that question answer. but I have that one because of working with um so why the, why should we be looking at our vaginas? Well, in because I was working with the you know the the charity the five cancerous charities. Um, Is that the Eve? Yes, Appeal? Eve mm-hmm. Appeal. So yeah. um, I was chatting with them them and 
they were saying to me, they asked me the question, when did you last look? And I just said, wow, probably when I was having very raunchy sex very many years ago. And they were like, wow, well, Meg, you should. And we say, go and get a mirror and have a look because there are the five cancers and three of them are on the outside and you should be... You can spot changes. You can spot check like you do with your boobs. So I was really amazed when they told me this. And they said they have women that are 90 years old and they still check and they look down there. Because actually, when you do yeah. say it, most women go, I, I probably haven't had a good look down there. No. And we are... I think probably, I mean, if I was going to answer your question, it would probably be after my last child. Well, yeah, because we go, because what's happened? Because stitches and things, yeah. and you think, you know, how are things heating up or whatever? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, Am I ever going to be the same? same. Um, but, but yeah, beyond that. Yeah. So, so that's the, a really interesting and important message. Yeah, so they said, you mm. know, so I, I they said to me to do this. So I just thought, right, okay. Mm. So I said to Anais and I say to, to you know, don't forget, it's the same as doing your yes, breast check. check. We, yeah. You need to look because it will change or if something is changing, at least mm. that you know what's And you know what your down. baseline is, what's normal. Yeah, what your baseline um, what your normal is because actually yeah. there is no normal normal we're, we're all down there no yeah. but there is because with like when I first um had my coil taken out they said to me um you've um it looks like that you're I, I thought that I had thrush so I was taking um the tablet I was putting mm-hmm. the pessary inside and rubbing the cream on and they took my coil out and this was like so this is four years ago mm-hmm. and when they did this at the Chelsea in Westminster the doctor said to me, oh, it looks like that you're getting um, vaginal atrophy. And I said, oh, I thought I had thrush. And the woman said, no, you are... It's just losing the moisture. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, I didn't know what the word was. So then, um, and then she did, she said, right, I'm now going to give you a prescription for the pessary. So luckily enough, um, it's never, ever got worse. It's mm. never come back. Um, and I did go and have a look at it. And yeah. um, and it was starting to look like it could be slightly like an eczema-y sort of thing on the outside Gosh. and looked a bit sore. I just thought it was thrush. I wonder how many women are thinking that, Yeah, you know, and are going along for the antifungal creams yeah, but I did without realising, yeah. self-medicating in the wrong way. It, absolutely, because I'd never even heard the word vaginal atrophy. And mm. now... When I hear um, it's so common in the world of menopausal women yeah, nowadays, yeah. Yeah. so I think you know there's so many things that we should look at and be careful of. And mm. then, as we know with the Eva pill, all these cancers that women, sure. especially after the age of sixty, women are there is too painful for them to go and 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 have a smear because it's to put the dilator in. Exactly, you know, the tissues are so thin. Thin, and it gets too painful. And also they probably stop may, may, maybe being intimate with their partner. Yeah. So that's why the cancer is uh, increasing between women aged of 60 and 65. Because it's not being picked up. It's not being picked up at all, mm. no. Heavens, yeah, so, so much. Where do so we much stop? To share. I know. But you, with your daughter, you are you know, really focusing on bringing it out into the light. Do you encourage her to do pelvic floor? Uh, not yet. I haven't actually yeah, told her to I, stop I, pelvic reminds floor. reminds me. To, I, I think, well, I guess it's a good habit, isn't it? It's, it's like, a good you know, habit, but teeth, I mean, it's... gosh, she can't, she only pick her dirty knickers above the floor. Do you know what I mean? Right, Giving okay. her another thing. Another thing to I do. think time management in a 19 year old is hard enough as yeah. it is. No, you're quite it's right. Still I've, I've got quite, one of those too, Yeah, so, so you have. So <laughs> it is all over the place at the moment, you know what I mean? You don't want to overload them. Overload. But the great thing about this generation, and my eldest daughter is 28, and then my, my, um, younger daughter is is 18 is that they are going to be so well prepared yeah 
you know, the slightest physical change from their kind of late 30s onwards. And hopefully they are going to be on it, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to be saying, is this a sign? This is, yeah. And I think they will because Anais has done a a couple of podcasts with me Mm. or filming with me. And we did one like for the BBC and we've done a few together. And, you know, she is very aware and she is very Mm. open about it. And she does, I mean, I do see the eyes roll a lot because I'm sure the word (laughs) menopause is said way too much. You know, it's a bit like... Well, it's in your brand name. So yeah, so here it goes reason. again. So I do see the eyes roll, but at the same time, yeah. is when I hear her talking, when I'm sort of not really there, but I hear her talking to other people, and I and I sort of always sort of catch bit of the conversation. I'm very. She is very proud of me, and I love the fact yeah, I'm of sure that. She is. And I hear her talking, and I'm always like, oh, that's so lovely. Well, you're changing yeah. lives, Meg. So thank well, you. So are you, and we're doing this together, and we are that going to. That is what to. it is all about, really. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Liz. Well, that is sadly all we have time for today. But as always, you will find the details of the resources and the links that we've mentioned in today's show over on LizelleWellbeing.com, where you can sign up to the free newsletter for recipes, some well-being wisdom and behind-the-scenes treat. Now, don't forget, this is the first episode of the new series, so please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. This means that you get the next episode downloaded safely without you even having to remember. And if you'd like, I'd love it if you could find a moment to leave a review as it does help other potential listeners find the show and find the help they may well need. Now, do also please go over and listen to Meg's podcast. As we said earlier, I was a guest not too long ago and we talked through the recent Lancet paper that has fueled further unnecessary HRT hysteria. It is a must listen if you are concerned about hormone therapy and breast cancer risk. So until the next time we chat, go well. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.